Welcome back to the Wizards of Ecom podcast. My name is Carlos Alvarez and I'll be your host for the show. I am recording this episode 349 right after returning from Private Label Manufacturers Association in Chicago. I'm based out of Miami. I just got back home uh, yesterday night and, uh, and wow, it's, uh, it was an amazing event this year. Uh, for those of you that don't know what Private Label Manufacturers Association is, it's, it's, it's one of my favorite annual events that I go to. This year was a tough one. I had to choose between PLMA and Amazon Innovate, which I have serious FOMO for not attending Innovate. Hopefully they're not on the same date next year, but I chose PLMA and hopefully in this episode, I'll be able to explain um, what it is, uh, why I think you should attend and um, why I think this is like the best trade show to attend for an Amazon private label seller. So, so what PLMA is, if you've not heard me speak about it in past episodes, stands for Private Label Manufacturers Association. It's an annual event in Chicago. Um, there's events around the world, but the, the one in the U.S. is in Chicago. It's usually around the same time in November every year. And like I said, I just got back, so it's like the second week or so uh, of, of November. Um, the show is primarily food, and the exhibitors are uh, primarily food manufacturers based in the U.S., primarily. And... I think that's phenomenal. So it's a spot where you can meet U.S.-based manufacturers with high-quality products, low MOQs, you know, all in one spot who who want to work with you. So um, one of the reasons why I, I, I love food as a private label product as well is that it has a high, uh, the customer has a high lifetime value. So when somebody buys your, let's just say, uh, turmeric, cracked pepper, potato chips, assuming, I don't know where I got that from, assuming there's nothing like that out there, or turmeric, cayenne, honey. And let's say that they buy it and they like it and that's their thing. They're going to keep buying it. Uh, They're going to keep buying that specific one that you have and that flavor you have so that they can keep consuming it. And this lends itself very well to a high lifetime value of a customer, whether on Amazon or off, as well as it lends itself as like the perfect candidate for uh, subscribe and save subscriptions, which are just absolutely magical seeing those things go up um, every single month. Now, one of the one of the huge turnoffs that private label sellers have when it comes to food, and it almost falls like right into the category that you would tell a new seller, like, "Hey, don't don't uh, don't don't do electronics, or don't don't do food." Um, don't do any baby product where it goes in the baby's mouth, like a pacifier or formula, uh, just because the liabilities and the risk for something to go wrong are so freaking high. And when it comes to food, this is um, this is very misleading. Because when I, if I was to tell you right now, I said, hey, um, why don't we manufacture some cookies? Um, why, why don't we start making our own brand of cookies to sell on Amazon? The, the first sort of image most people get in their mind is that, you know, we're going to go to one of our respective kitchens and we're just going to start like DIYing this ourselves and packaging it and shipping it off to Amazon, almost like farm, farmer's market style. And in reality, that's not how it goes. The, yes, there's there's very real certificates and FDA and like all this other stuff that's involved with food and expiration dates and food engineers and food scientists. And this is real. It, and it's very intimidating if you're doing it yourself. The beauty of PLMA and working with a factory that has all those certificates and has all that FDA approval is that you inherit that by purchasing those products directly from them and having them manufacture your product. 
Um, it feels weird saying manufacturer when we're talking about a consumable product, but that, that is the case. They are manufacturing your food product. So anytime you hear somebody tell you that and you're, and you're letting them know, like maybe you listen to this podcast and you're like, yeah, you know what? This makes a lot of sense. I'm going to go ahead and you know, launch my own brand of potato chips or something. Then keep, and somebody shoots you down and gives you that, that they're just, they're not wrong. They're just ignorant to the facts surrounding um, what it takes to do something like this and, and how you can do it in a much safer way working with a U.S.-based manufacturer. So now that you know that when you think of food, there's no reason why you shouldn't consider it, especially if you're like super product agnostic and you know, you're open to selling almost everything, um, anything on Amazon, as long as it'll cash flow positive. Because when you're working with a U.S.-based manufacturer in food or anything else, you're talking about much smaller MOQs. You're talking about much quicker lead times. The ability to just jump on a you know $150 flight and be out there to speak to your actual factory and tour it is very high. Um, the customs within you know the country are, are much easier. And, and again, I'm assuming you listening to this. I know not everybody listening to this is based in the U.S., but I know the majority of us are. So, and speaking for myself, I'm based in the U.S. That that's a very relevant fact uh, for uh, for me. So. The show itself is absolutely massive. So it's like it's like a baby Canton Fair, <laughs> if you've ever been to Canton. I mean, this thing is freaking massive. It's at the Chicago Convention Center, and it consumes nearly the entire convention center, uh, first and second floors. Um, this year was bigger than the last. I, last year, I don't know if I got these numbers right, there was about a 1,000 or a little over a 1,000 exhibitors um, at the show. Just take the exhibitors, right? This year it was over 1,600 exhibitors. And when you go to this show, um, it's two days long. You need like every minute of these two full days if you want to cover the entire show. You don't have to. Like you could go into a certain area that you want to focus on. There's some areas that you might just want to skip over. Like for example, frozen food. Uh, As an online seller, frozen food is sort of like impossible for me with the current technology being what it is and, and me wanting to leverage FBA and 3PLs. So, you know, the section for like the frozen food stuff, I, I could just skip that. Um, there's a very, very tiny section, and it looked like this particular section actually shrunk from previous years that focused on like wine and spirits. So obviously that section, we, I skip it as well because it, it's, not, uh, it's not so direct of a play uh, selling online. So besides those two areas, though, like everything is free game and the vast majority of it's food. On the second floor this year, and I think this is where they really expanded out a lot more, they, they exploded out the amount of exhibitors, is the, you know, the hard goods. Like, there's a section now with a lot of, like, household and kitchen uh, appliances and um, physical products that we're more accustomed to thinking about when we talk about selling online, selling on Amazon. Um, that's not food. So so that side, uh, I really like that angle that, that that's opening up there, but... I hit that one on day two. I was already exhausted. Um, Yeah, so the show, what is that? Like 70% bigger than what it was uh, in in a previous year. And again, when you go plan to spend an entire full days covering this. So takeaways from the show, some of the takeaways, and there's a lot. Um, One major takeaway is this show, the number one priority of almost every exhibitor that I spoke with was their appetite for... Uh, brands, their number one goal coming to exhibit at this show, and it's not a cheap show to exhibit in, was to work with resellers, with private label sellers and hybrid sellers. Um, 
the appetite for that was massive this year. In other years, it was very like they're waiting to hear what you got to say. And you go in there as a, a, you'll see like new e-com sellers. They're like trying to like inflate how big their company is to impress them. You guys wanted to work with private label sellers. Um, if you had a brand or you wanted to start a brand, they wanted to white label their stuff. Now, now why, why is that? If you've not gone before the exhibitors, they are brand owners. They have brands that are selling super well, um, primarily in brick and mortar retail stores. So the stuff that you're accustomed to seeing at the supermarket, like these are the manufacturers of that. And what happens is their equipment though is down the majority of the time when they're not working on their stuff or they built out to be able to manufacture at their peak. And now they have all this downtime and all this equipment and they want to you know, leverage their speciality of, of creating these amazing products and they want to do it in a private label capacity for other brands. So you might be working with like, I don't know, like Hunt's ketchup, like uh, Heinz ketchup, like this massive brand of ketchup. And they're willing to create a private label for you with your own, like, I don't know, Carlos's ketchup. Like they're willing to just create that private label. You put your own brand on it. Similar, like if you go to a store and you see like the, um, the supermarkets near me, like you see a Publix brand um, of, of barbecue sauce or ketchup. And that, that's, not, that's not theirs. It's just a private labeled version of one of these exhibitors at PLMA. So the appetite for these factories to do this was just greater than ever. So if you're on the fence next year, like you 100% want to go. If you are a private label seller, want to get into private label and food products work for you. If you're a hybrid seller or if you're just a reseller of these brands, because again, these booths have their own brands and they're doing really well in traditional brick and mortar retail stores. And, and unlike you who listen to this podcast and who you know, are in the trenches actively learning and or selling or scaling your brand, um, selling on Amazon is extremely intimidating these brands. So you, you frequently come up to these booths and you might be looking at this jerky booth and you look online and they have like 600 positive reviews on their listings and you know one photo two bullet points highly under optimized and they're sitting at four and a half five stars which means high quality product and they're succeeding on amazon in spite of themselves they haven't even done anything to put their foot on the gas so when you're having that relationship and you're thinking of this as as a reseller you can just look at them and be like hey look I, you mind if i take over this brand can i purchase from you and resell this product can i get exclusivity you know the the, the opportunities are are really endless when it comes to that. And when I keep saying hybrid through this, I'm assuming you've listened to past episodes and as a hybrid seller, uh, I've also created some YouTube videos recently on this, by the way, check out wizards of Ecom YouTube channel. If you've not already, I've been dropping a, a weekly video over there, but hybrid is a PL wholesale hybrid. And that's when you get like, say you, you go to this, you go to this show and you find one of the popcorn vendors and the, there's this brand that is going to let you white label their popcorn, but they also have a brand. Let's call it like, um, Pop Secret, I don't know, I can't think of it, on, but Pop Secret, Orville Redenbacher, like one of these massively searched for brands on Amazon. And you're like, okay, can I resell this? And they're like, yeah, okay, go ahead. You can resell it, we'll give you permission. And then you decide you're gonna go get like these, you know, food grade disposable gloves from AliExpress on like fractions of a penny on a dollar. And you just call them like butter blocking gloves and you pair them almost like a, like a hybrid. You get your PL, which is the gloves and you get the highly 
searched for and high conversion globally known brand, which is say pop secret. And you put that together into one listing, but now the listing is your brand name because it has your gloves in it. And just because somebody else has an account with say pop secret, they can't list against your listing because they don't have your private label product, which is the other component in there. So that's, that's that hybrid model. And I talk about it a lot on the new YouTube channel, wizards of Ecom. So check it out there. I'll be putting a lot more. We'll be talking about it a lot more on the channel, but it's, it's a fantastic way to mitigate risk in the private label world and get a get a start into the private label world at a um, at a lower dollar amount to enter into the space. So the appetite again for PL sellers uh, by, by these exhibitors to work to create private labels for you know private label sellers or hybrid sellers was was massive. Okay, um, another thing that was a really nice touch this year. And if you've traveled with the Wizards of Ecom to any of these trade shows and conferences, we used to call them field trips or like Wizards in the Wild or whatever. But one of the things that I got to give big props to Paul Miller, um, owner of Cozy Phones, who, you know, he's been on the podcast. We talked about it. And last year he put together this show um, exclusively for the Wizards of Ecom where we went to Vegas to the licensing show. And he really broke down like everything we want to know about licensing and how to involve licensing with our products. But one of the really nice touches at that trade show that Paul, um, Paul shared with the group, in addition to, you know, his knowledge and and walking the show with you and and you getting a, you know, a look, a peek behind the kimono as to like how his brain is thinking when it comes to licensing is that he coordinated two, two or three different meetings with experts in different areas of the, of the licensing world to have a little sit down. One of them was like at a little bar and we all had to sit down and this person got to talk to us and, and really tell us what's going on because the exhibitors don't have time to do that. Um, and these people did. So it was a really, it was a really interesting facet that everybody loved. The feedback was just amazing for, uh, for it. So kudos to Paul for that, but kind of modeling that idea or stealing like an artist. Uh, one of the other people that was at that show, fellow wizard, Tom Mays, um, Tom, you know, went above and beyond and he coordinated with two co-packers that, you know, he's working with to, you know, to help him launch and scale actually some of the opportunities he found the previous year at PLMA, which was his first one. And he's already executing on some of those ideas, you know, kudos to Tom for that. Um, but he, he, you quickly realize when you're working with some of these factories, the importance of a co-packer or like we think of it as like a three PL, but when you work with one of these food brands and let's say you're buying, you know, this, uh, you know, nut mix and the nut mix, you might buy it from the factory and they're selling it to you by the barrel. But some of these factories have the, the ability to actually put it in a plastic bag and put, you know, put your Amazon label on it and all that stuff. But some of them don't and they have amazing pricing. So what you want to do in that scenario is you want to like order this barrel of whatever you're ordering or this Gaylord of whatever you're ordering. And you want to have this sent to a co-packer who's equipped to handle all the packaging and the boxing and the shipping and all that stuff for you. So one of the things he did is he coordinated with these two really amazing um, co-packers so that, you know, we could, uh, we could, we could have a contact to be able to work with a co-packer for anything we found at the show. So really, really good. Um, One of them was uh, uh, Volk Paxit, who has an amazing story about, you know, how they, how they hire, um, I guess challenged kid or autistic kids to give them jobs on the back end and, you know, help with the co-packing. So it's a way for you to have high quality 
co-packing needs solved as well as um, help a greater cause. And yeah, we spoke, we spoke with both those co-packers that Tom was able to do. The group really appreciated it. Um, I know I learned a ton and I didn't think I had, had anything else to learn as it came to co-packers. Uh, but, but being able to sit down with some specialists at a show and it was relevant to that show was a really nice touch. The feedback again was amazing. So everybody who travels with us on these Wizards of Ecom events, um, I think you could be expecting this in events to come. Like we're, we're going to we're going to make sure that we coordinate with some some specialists to sit down with us that we wouldn't we wouldn't otherwise be able to sit down with and, and get the time with. So be expecting that. And again, thank you, Tom, for uh, coordinating the those two meetings for us. Um, one thing I want to mention here is that this was the first event that we actually took full use of our Telegram trade shows and conferences group chat. So um, we. This should have happened a long time ago. Gabe and a lot of other members of the group, uh, a lot, a lot of fellow wizards, have been saying this for a while. That you know, since we do travel so much as a group, and you know, the feedback is so amazing, it would be nice to have one particular spot where we can talk about the trip and plan the trip and what we're going to do at the trip, before the trip, after the trip. Have one spot where we can do all that coordinating instead of all these different splintered WhatsApp groups and emails and texts and hey, have you, you know where so and so's at. So this was the first year that we were actually able to take advantage of the dedicated trade shows and conferences, telegram chat that we have. It's a hundred percent free to attend. If you're interested in joining it and, you know, coordinating with us and just seeing what, what trade shows and conferences um, have our attention and that we plan on going to so that you don't have to do these trade shows and conferences by yourself. Like I did when I started, it's super easy to join again, a hundred percent free. You just, you have to go on telegram, but the easiest way to access that Telegram ecosystem is to go to wizardsofecom.com slash chat. As soon as you join, it's going to have you download the app and then you're going to, um, then you're going to click on the link and join the group straight away. As soon as you join, just update your profile picture and tag me and say, Hey Carlos, can you, you know, heard of the podcast or Hey Carlos, can you add me to the trade shows and conferences room? And, and I'll add you straight away. There's no, you know, special criteria you need to join. And you could be traveling with us and meeting us at, you know, the next trade show and conferences. And by the way, when I say, you know, going as a group to these trade shows and conferences, there's no charge for that. It's not like you have to pay to do that. Um, you know, we believe all ships rise with the tide and we, we, we love sharing information with each other so that, uh, so that, you know, we, we can all grow and we can all have an amazing time. There's a ton of perks that come with traveling as a group to these trade shows and conferences we you know we get access to all these exclusive events that you wouldn't otherwise get and we really just get the attention of a lot of these booths or exhibitors or vendors or you know agencies or whoever you you know whatever whatever will allow you to turn that into a huge win or help you hit your goal when they see you all mobbed up with a whole bunch of other uh, fellow business people like that goes a long way so i hope to be traveling with you soon i highly recommend attending the next private label manufacturers association your homework for this actual episode is to join our telegram group uh, for trade shows and conferences and you can do that by going to wizardsofecom.com slash chat much love keep crushing it and i look forward to seeing